Well, hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here, and thank you for joining us for another one of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. With me, as always, is meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you today? Dave, doing well. We've got uh, things heating up just a tiny bit out there, not just talking about temperature-wise here, but uh, a lot to talk about here, and thankfully not the most active weather for us, but... You know, today we're going to talk about Father's Day, we're going to talk about summer, the solstice is coming up, and then of course we're going to highlight the tropics as we always will this time of the year. Yeah, a little something to talk about here, and uh, we are now recording this on Friday, June 18th, so we're going into our Father's Day weekend, and a lot of people are looking forward to enjoying the weekend, maybe doing some fatherly things. Oh yeah. Being a father, I, to me that means relaxing, maybe playing around the golf. Mm-hmm. I like yard work, I don't mind mowing the lawn. Some I wouldn't time to- mind trying to get that done. But whatever your outdoor plans are, it could be impacted. We'll start by talking about uh, some tropical stuff because that will be an impact coming up for our Father's Day weekend. Yeah, definitely. You know, out in the Gulf, it's it's pretty disorganized. The The center of circulation out in this thing keeps it moving around a little bit. So it just goes to show that it's not being consistent. That being said, we are going to see rain along the Gulf Coast, specifically Louisiana, Mississippi, going to get the most of, of the rain here from this potential tropical cyclone. Um, you know, it's... We could see some rain from this, Dave. I know that uh, that's something that we're eyeing for Sunday, of course. We've got it in the forecast that could impact those outdoor Father's Day plans because you said you want to go golfing. Maybe not the best day. <laughs> Is it going to rain all day? No. No. But, you know, it's hard to hard to give you a, a, a specific yes or no on these right. things. Right. This, this system that we're watching now, and if you don't know what a potential tropical cyclone, why do they label that? Well, the system is not a, a tropical system yet, so they – in the past, they wouldn't even give it a name. They right. wouldn't start issuing any advisories. But in the last couple of years, the National Hurricane Center has said, hey, these things have impact, and we want to make sure we get the word out, the warning, and our message out. So they started labeling these as potential tropical cyclones if they're going to have any impact on land within 48 hours. And this system, of course, uh, is expected to make landfall late here tonight, which is Friday night. Uh, so that's why they started issuing warnings. And it is still forecast to become a weak tropical storm, possibly subtropical something uh, before making landfall here and then moving inland. So they started issuing advisories and the main area impact on this is really going to be rain. It's not going to be a big wind event. We're not talking about that. It could be a little bit of some weak storm surge along right along the Gulf Coast, but rain. And if we're looking at that, the bulk of the way this is setting up, this is an east centric storm. Everything is pretty much on the east east, side, and we are going to be on the east side of the track of this, so that's why our potential could be there, and a lot of the models are bringing some heavy rain, but still mainly west of us. Yeah, you know, any flooding advisor, there are some like in southwest Georgia, like northern portions of southwest Georgia, western Georgia, but we're not like outlooked for any advisory type thing right now for heavy rainfall from the National Weather Service. That being said, of course, we're going to see the potential for some heavy rain here, just not to an advisory type level. And when anytime you get a strong southerly flow there, you got a tropical system, hey, you've got all, all the water to work with down there in the Gulf. It's got to go somewhere and it's getting pushed up our way. Uh, you know, in the atmosphere, and that's why we think there's the potential for some of us to get in on some heavy rain. That's a little bit more organized than just our typical sea breeze convective pattern that we usually see this time of the year. So that's why we're alerting you to Sunday. To you, is it going to look any different than a normal afternoon thunderstorm? Maybe not. Well, there's also there's also the 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 risk of severe weather. 
That yeah, that is, is low, but we're on the east side of the yeah, store. Any, anytime you're on the, the eastern side, specifically northeast, which we will be in that quadrant here for a little while, even though it's not the strongest of systems, you're still there. You still have some of the ingredients. They might just not be as potent as, you know, years past or other storms. So that's definitely something that we'll be watching here, the whole first alert weather team leading up to this. Uh, any cause for concern, not necessarily. Just make sure your alerts are turned on in the exactly. WTOC weather app. You know, don't be scared. Be prepared is what we always say. And I think this is just a good, not a dry run because we're going to have rain, but a good, you know, hey. Practice run, yeah, You know, we're, we're getting our feet, toes in the water just a little bit for hurricane season. And, you know, behind this, everything looks relatively quiet, Dave. And, you know, looking at something, I felt like it was either last year or the year before, everyone was talking about the Saharan air Saharan dust la- yeah. layer. And, you know, I have seen, that's, that's picking back up a little bit. Is it going to be as crazy as... As it was, and everyone's like posting pictures, and, and you know, in the south with this dust covering, and their you cars. can see it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's going to get to that point. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how that will. comes off Africa. It's interesting, you know that there are models showing that, but um, I think it's just it's interesting to to see how the atmosphere is a fluid. You know, it is moving stuff above us from there to here. It's just kind of cool to think. And about. that is a good thing because the Saharan mm-hmm. dust usually tends to inhibit some yeah. of the. The tropical development. You know, updrafts don't like dry air, and you need those updrafts to form clouds, and if you can't get that, you're not going to get big tropical systems. So my point with all of that was with the Saharan dust kind of out there right now, and it isn't always, um, it looks like, you know, back behind this little potential tropical cyclone will be quiet for the short term, but it never lasts too long this time. There's always something that we're highlighting, even if it's a 10 or 20 percenter out there. Always have our eyes on something where the next area that could get outlook so father's so, day there you go it's good to say so father's day you know just keep your eye on the weather uh you know we just got into um hitting our average high of 90 degrees just within what three days ago i think it, it might be the 15th get i was used write, to that writing some of this stuff down here so you know it, it's uh not too bad i you know we had some great drier air come on in here morning coffee outside not so much open the windows but it was more comfortable than it had been i just got back from texas though it, I kid you not, guys. It was a heat index of 108 at noon. Um, I went outside at night, and 11 o'clock, the airport was reading a heat index of 94. It's just a different kind of uh, heat out there. So coming back here, behind some drier air that had filtered in, I was in heavy. It was great. We had dew points, which did the dew points tell us how muggy it is outside, right. how, how uncomfortable you're going to feel. And anytime those dew points get into the mid-60s or higher, you start to feel... You'll sweat a little bit quicker out there. We had dew points in the low to mid 50s uh, for like Wednesday uh, and Thursday morning out there, and it was refreshing. That's nice, that's, even that's though it was warm. Word, great word for it. It's it, it's not as muggy and miserable as it could be this time of the year, it's and not, as it's probably going to be. <laughs> you're not wearing that air as much. You go out that's there. That's good. Yeah, wearing that air. Wear, wear the air. You know, uh, it's not so bad. You don't immediately hit that sweat. But as we get into official summer, that's going to change, and that's coming up here. Summer solstice is coming on up here and with that this you know handful of days because it's not just technically everyone says you have the longest day amount of daylight and technically you do to the second but there are a handful of days where you're going to have the same amount of daylight and for us today talking on the 18th that's 14 hours and 15 minutes for savannah specifically you change latitude that will change just a little bit but as we get past the summer solstice, which is, of course, when the sun's in the highest, most northern point of the sky, which is also not the same every year. It could be anything from the 20th, 21st, or 22nd, right. so it's not always the same. But it's when the sun's over the Tropic of Cancer, the longest day for us here in the northern hemisphere, and then in return the shortest for the southern hemisphere. 
But since it's the longest, nowhere else to go up time-wise, we start going down. We don't lose that time as rapidly as we will notice it more so in August. But, for example, I just went a month out here. So from June 18th today, a month out to July 18th, we will lose about 16 minutes of daylight. Not too noticeable. Yeah, you're not going to notice know, that much. A little bit of time here in the morning, a little time in the evening. But if we go all the way to July 31st, we're going back down 30 minutes of daylight. So you'll notice that if you're you know, uh, someone who is very cyclical in, in your routine and you get up at a certain time and you use the sun being in a certain place, uh, let's just say 15 minutes in the morning, 15 in the evening, you'll notice that. But that's or, still a good, you know, month and a half out. Exactly. Or when you're coming home from work at about 8 o'clock in the yeah, evening see, for, and it's still bright out, but then... You know, as you get into August and stuff, well, it starts to get a little darker. Yeah, maybe. and you know what? I, I tell you what, it, it should always be dark when I'm going to work during the week because if it's light out and I'm going to work, I'm in trouble. I miss the show. That means you're overslept. <laughs> yeah, always, Andrew, wake up. Hey, knock on wood, hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen now, and I'll tell you about it the next time. <laughs> but has not happened yet. So, you know, it, it's hot muggy this time of the year, and uh, I, I just think that adding a little bit of these tidbits in there about the solstice and throwing some – some facts we might not have thought about since fifth grade science class. Just yeah, exactly. It's, it's the official start of summer with the summer solstice. The meteorological start of summer, usually they, they do it by it's, the it's, month. It's, it's, yeah, it's June, June yeah, 1st. Yeah, but then you have your astronomical, of course, going by the sun. And right. uh, yeah, so that, that's where we're at with that. Yeah, and uh, we are, we're looking forward to that. We are coming into our Father's Day weekend. We hope everybody gets to in, enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we're going to be keeping our eyes on the tropics, and hopefully you do as well. Hopefully you got your first alert weather app, your alerts turned on, um, and making sure that you are just kind of aware of this time of the year as we get a little bit more active. Usually it's pretty quiet here uh, in the month of June as far as tropical activity goes, but as we get more in later July, especially August and September, usually gets pretty active, so we're usually always at least following something, whether it impacts us or not. Right. We're, we're tracking something. So if you got that on your first alert weather app, you got your tracks turned on, your alerts, uh, you can stay updated. And, of course, the first alert weather team will make sure you have it on all your social media platforms yeah, as and well. And if you have any questions about what you're seeing, because, you know, now with this potential tropical cyclone, there's actually a cone issued with that. You know, with the graphics, that's not something we've seen in the past. So I, we don't want people to be confused by that, thinking, oh, it's automatically a storm, it's automatically a hurricane. We're doing our best to communicate that with you guys. But these potential tropical cyclones, you know, even – even at their max not at 40 miles an hour, sustained wind or whatever, they are now getting a cone forecast projection issued with them graphically by the National Hurricane Center. So, yes, we're seeing one already this year, but no, it's not necessarily something named that's coming at us. But I kind of want to switch gears here very quick. We're almost done, but I want to talk about Father's Day a little bit, Dave. Uh, do you have anything you want to reminisce on? I know we, we did a little thing in here this week uh, reflecting on our dads and, and you, you being a dad. Is there anything that uh, sticks out to you by, uh, you know, your childhood that stuck with you with your dad? Um, well, just that my dad was, was great. He was very into sports, so we would always play uh, tennis a lot. He taught me everything I know about tennis. I still play to this day. Um, he was into uh, baseball and softball, so we would always go to his games. Yeah. Play, I've even played in some of his games with him. And, uh, you know, he actually played rugby, rugby for a little bit as well as he got into his 30s and we used to watch him with that but you know he, he was always good there and he always just was the type of person that would nurture us and help us uh, to, to play and you know if it's one thing if, if you're just trying to do it by yourself but if you have someone else trying to help you and teach you how to do things it really helps out a lot and I thank him for being there and yeah. um, just teach me how to do things as I got older yeah you know a lot of people 
people will ask like, oh, Dave's so cool. Or like, how's he, how is he like a boss? And, and I will say, I've never, I don't think I've ever told you this specifically <laughs> how I describe you, but yeah, he's kind of, our, tell me. he's kind of our weather dad, you know, weather he, dad. he's always making sure we're okay. Um, never hesitates to, to, to offer help. You know, if we have severe weather coverage or if we have life outside of work going on, always stepping in. So we appreciate you, Dave oh. and, uh, <laughs> appreciate my dad as well. You know, just got to see him. So that, that was a lot of fun. Cause I won't see him on father's day, but. Uh, it's kind of cool to, to grow up and, and see what your parents did for you and realize how you had a pretty good childhood. Even if my parents did a great job, we didn't have a ton, but you know, seeing how they sacrifice for their kids, uh, you know, mom and dad, it's great. And being able to, to be where I'm at now and be like, wow, I wouldn't be here without them. It's cool. You know, and I hope my kids appreciate me one day. I know you, you love being a dad too. It's I just, hope my kids appreciate yeah. me. And, and, and you're talking about, you know, father's day, you're talking about maybe, Oh, what do I got to get my dad being a dad? I don't need anything from my kids. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. All I want is just to say, Hey dad, we love you. And, and maybe a nice hug and that's it. That's all I need. I don't need anything. A else. Calm weather day. Uh, a calm weather day would be <laughs> nice. You don't need a first weather day on father's day, but that's no. the way it is this year. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just unconditional love and, and, and I, uh, I appreciate it. And I just look forward. I love being a dad. I think it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, well, I think that uh, from what I hear, you do a pretty good job at it. And you're a good weather dad. Appreciate you, of course. And I think that wraps it up here for this edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast. Hopefully next time we don't have anything tropical locally to talk about. And if there is something that comes up, we can do one of these before our regularly scheduled time. Get it out there. Hope you guys have a great, safe Father's Day weekend, and we'll talk again soon. Happy Father's Day, everybody.